8.33, the Korean Confederation of Trade Unions, KCTU's protest is back in the spotlight. Last Friday, the Busan Metropolitan Government removed a statue erected 150 metres away from the Japanese consulate by a civic group to commemorate Korean forced labourers of the Japanese colonial era. While protesting against the local government's decision, the KCTU and civic groups occupied the lobby of the city hall, continuing their sit-in protest, branding the removal of the statue a pro-Japanese activity, calling for the mayor, Okodon, um, to apologise. This is the mayor of Busan Metropolitan City. Well, yesterday, the mayor reached an agreement with protesting citizens to return the statue and to leave it up to a roundtable discussion to decide its future location. Well, quite, hmm. quite, quite a drama there, going backwards and forwards. Teddy Beck, let's get the local media response. Good morning mm-hmm. to you. Hey, good morning, Alex. Should we start with the Sega Ilbo? Okay. The paper criticized the protest by the Korean Confederation of Trade Unions, or KCTU, have gone beyond common sense. Though the Japanese government's attitude dealing with its wartime crime, including forced labor and sexual slavery, has been short of being sincere or genuinely repentant, it is a matter to be dealt by diplomacy, not the one belongs to a labor organization's agenda. This is not the first time the KCTU staged a strong protest by occupying offices illegally, though, is it? Mm -hmm. That's right. Militant unionists under the KCTU have attempted to force their way into the National Assembly on April 3 to protest the legislature's review of flex time policies. Some assaulted police officers and journalists as they tried to remove a police barricade. Police arrested 25 violent protesters on charges of obstruction of justice, but released all of them at around midnight the same day. These unionists habitually resort to race, occupations, and illegal strikes if their demands are not met. The paper referred to the occupation of district prosecutor's office in Daegu and Kim Cheon mayor's office in North Gyeongsang as an example. Well, not only the KCTU, the paper also held the law enforcement authorities to be accountable for the continued illegal strikes. Mm-hmm, correct. Sergei Bo made a point that, as has been seen in the case of radical strikes in front of the National Assembly, these illegal activities and violence have been largely pardoned by the authorities instead of being treated sternly. The tolerant stance by the administration would be attributable to the recurrence of those lawless activities by radical union members, the paper noted. Referring to the government's attitude of sitting on its hands, Segevo made a sarcastic comment that it's not clear if the administration is for the citizens or for the KCTU. Let's also check out the male business newspaper. Mm-hmm. The paper mostly shared the same view with Segevo. It stated that the KCTU continues to resort to such violent measures as illegally occupying public offices if their demands are not accepted while rejecting, rejecting police investigations when asked. Mail Business expressed its deep concern about the prolonged situation where the function of law enforcement is being paralyzed. Apart from being a defender of workers' rights, the KCTU has now come to a point of intervening in diplomatic affairs. Like Segevo, Mail Business Society, the organization's long list of violence 
overstepping the limits, including the case of last October, where a group of KCTU members ganged up on and beat an executive of their company during the wage negotiation. Did the paper make any recommendation or leave us with any advice? Mm. The paper cited the remarks by the Minister of the Interior and Safety that said any organization cannot hold itself to be above law. But referring to the situation where the head of the KCTU, Kim Myung-hwan, has not been responding to a summons issued by the police office, the paper criticized that the KCTU is over and above the law. The illegal protests, if left unchecked, will destroy the rule of law. For the discipline of the country to be firmly stood, the illegal labor protests should be rooted out, Mail Business Newspaper warned. And we got one more view, the Donga Ilbong. The illegal protests by the KCTU are equally criticized by Donga Ilbong. The paper started by noting that the members of the KCTU who were under review by the police for the charges of staging an illegal and violent rally in front of the National Assembly have rejected again a summons by the police. They were suspected of knocking down the fences surrounding the premises of National Assembly and assaulting police officers. The paper made the remark that it has been long for the law enforcement authority to refrain from exercising its full power over the KCTU. So the Dong Elbo was actually more critical of the half-hearted police response. Exactly. Police chief Min Gamnyong formally stated that the union members involved in the violent protests of April 3 will be promptly summoned and investigated and will be under the stern enforcement of the law. However, Kim Myung-hwan, head of the KCTU, and other members arrested were all released later in the night, same day. The police was saying that there was little concern of their fleeing or destroying of evidence. Though they continue to reject the summons by the police, no issuance of arrest warrant has been requested thus far. And according to the paper, why have the police been responding in that way? The KCTU has been regarding itself as a creditor to the current administration, playing a leading role in ousting the former government through candlelight vigils. The government, despite its repeatedly announced commitment to a stern enforcement of the law, has been in fact generous to the labor group so as not to bother them. The neglect of law by the KCTU is a natural consequence, the paper concluded. Well, Teddy Beck, thank you very much. Good to have you with us. Thank you, Alex.